All right, you guys, welcome back to Living on Mission. So I love to interview people that just inspire me. And I will be honest, this interview today is with Emily and you're going to learn more about Emily soon, but she is someone that I watched on social media for a while, you know, just one of those random friends. And I just kept seeing her pop up in my Instagram feed and she was just always smiling, always just talking about warriors and referring to people as warriors. And I love fight words. Okay. Emily, I don't know if you know that about me, but I, (laughs) I love fight words. So I'm really excited to, to interview this beautiful soul today and let you hear from her. And I had the awesome opportunity to be on her podcast and, and share my story with her. So we are just reciprocating a little bit here today. But welcome, Emily. How are you? Hey, y'all, and welcome back to Living on Mission. I know that sometimes it's hard to find the joy in Jesus in the everyday moments, but that is exactly what we're going to do by digging into God's Word, letting go of whatever is holding you back from living on mission for Christ, talking about the everyday life, laughing a little and crying a little, because let's be honest, we all do a little of both. So settle in, grab a cup of coffee, and let's live on mission together. Oh, I am so honored to be here. Like literally, I feel like I probably stalked you on social media for forever. And then, you know, slid into those DMs and was like, Rachel, can I interview you? Like hoping you would just like see it and say yes. And so just to have this friendship with you is joy to me. I knew we were soul sisters, warrior sisters from the start. And it's just so fun. So I'm honored to be here. It is so fun. I'm so glad that you're here. So, well, you know a little bit about me. You know that the the name of this podcast is Living on Mission, but you have your own ministry. Like you have your own just amazing, amazing outlet that you are using for the glory of God. And we're going to get into that in just a minute. But before we do, will you just let people know like who you are? Who is Emily? Like, where do you live? Like, what are your hobbies? How'd you come to Christ? Whatever you want to share with us today is fantastic. I don't care. Yeah, absolutely. So it's, it's really fun to be on the opposite end of interviewing. As you mentioned, like I had the privilege of interviewing you for your becoming story and at becoming me.tv, one of the huge things that we do is share people's stories, right? So most of the time I'm, the, I'm on the opposite end of the camera. And so even this question, like, who are you? I always, I joke, like it is a hard question. It shouldn't be, but often our brain goes straight to like, what do you do? You know? And so that would be my first thought, but I'm going to back up before I get to what I do. Um, and just give you an insight into who Emily is. So first and foremost, like I'm a daughter of God. That is, he is like the foundation for everything that I am, everything that I do. Then I'm a sister. I'm a daughter. I'm a friend. I'm really passionate about coffee and country music, two fun little things. And also the color purple, like I love purple so much. It's ridiculous. I feel like there's these TikToks that like those people who love purple are a little obnoxious about purple. That's probably me. Um, writing is going to interrupt you really quickly. Yeah. If you are not watching this, this is on YouTube, but if you're just listening, Emily is wearing wearing a purple bandana, her country music and her love of purple and her love for God are shining through. If you had a coffee cup in your hand, it would be like, you're on point sister. Yes. Like literally this is a picture of me. And it's so weird. Like a lot, another little insight into just who Emily is. I'm a weird mix of like 
classy country, if that makes sense. Like I love the rodeo. I love horses, but I also love a good night, like dressed up, like having a nice dinner. So it's just that weird. Like, I just, I feel like I'm a very unique mix. Well, of it things. sounds like, you know, who you are, which is just so beautiful. Like that's so awesome. And I applaud you for that. Thank you. Thank you. Like, it's just, it's fun. That's, it's who I am a little bit about what I do. Um, so I'm a communications pastor at church of hope in Florida. I absolutely love being able to partner with people to discover hope in Christ. And then I lead becoming me.tv, which, you know, we'll get into some of the story there, but started as a blog and it has transformed into this resource for people around the world, um, sharing their stories. My book is coming out this year. We've hosted events, like just crazy stuff, Rachel. So that's me in a nutshell. You're, I didn't know about the book. That's exciting. So you do love to yeah. write. You love to write. Girl, like I literally have a full bookshelf, like taller than me. I'm five, seven. And every single shelf has a completed journal. Like I started journaling maybe when I was five. Like I love writing. Yeah. It's my therapy. And that, that's how becoming me.tv started. Oh, that's awesome. I love it. I love it. Okay. So, well, let's get into that. Like, I really want to know, cause I haven't even asked you this, like just in our one-on-one conversation, how did, well, tell us first, what is becoming me and tell us where it came from. Yeah. So becoming me is really my life mantra. Um, in the middle of college when, and I'll back up to, I'm an Enneagram one, um, INTJ, like your classic perfectionist. Right. And so growing up, I chased perfection, like the back of my hand, I wanted everything to be just right. And if you're also a struggling or recovering perfectionist, you know, you're never going to be perfect. We're human. God didn't design us to be perfect, but as I've learned, he designed us to be becoming who he designed us to be. And so the middle of college, I was reading a book by Shauna Nequist called bittersweet and literally chapter 25. She has this quote in there that talks about this season is about you becoming you. And that word really resonated with me because it's so different than the word perfection, like perfection. You have this end goal you're trying to hit or trying to meet. You're trying to um, please other people. And with becoming, there's this realization that you're always evolving. You're always growing. There really isn't a destination factor. You're just on this constant journey of becoming the best you, right? So I actually tattooed that for our YouTube um, crew. You can see my tattoo, but it's a tattoo on my wrist. And it just became my thing, um, my worldview and my reminder to Emily to become who God made me to be. So that, that was the middle of college, but I'm going to rewind a little on how the website and the blog started. So I don't, are you familiar with focus on the family? Uh, yeah, and like I, an art. Okay. Absolutely. So back, did you ever read Brio magazine way back in the day? They had this magazine for teen girls and I was a regular subscriber. Like I loved getting this magazine. And every year they had this contest for a Brio girl and this teenage girl would get her own column in the magazine. So to me, that was like a dream, right? Moving my scribbled journal thoughts into this national magazine that people would read. So I entered this contest junior year of high school, it's 2007, and I make it to the top four, like top four finalists. They had submissions from all across the country and they flew the four of us to Colorado to reveal like who the winner was, right? 
So we're all there and we have these photo shoots and I'm thinking like, I'm going to win this thing. I'm, I'm destined to be a writer. Like I'm confident about it. And I didn't win. I didn't win. I just am in this final four. And in the middle of it, I started a blog to just keep writing, blogging in 2007 started becoming a thing. I'm just like writing. I'm in this journey. I don't win. And I almost got discouraged by it and almost stopped. It's just like, maybe my writing isn't that good. Maybe only my mom's going to read my blog for my entire life. I don't know, you know, but I leave Colorado, come back to Florida and I keep blogging, graduate high school. I shared with you how becoming became important to me in the middle of college. I keep blogging. I keep blogging. I keep blogging. Like I'm just blogging 2007 to 2014. So seven years of write, like writing on a blog about me and how I'm becoming who God made Emily to be. Well, 2014, I went to a writer's boot camp, Margaret Feinberg, and she really have you are you a Margaret Feinberg fan? I, I'm familiar with any of her writers. Yeah. Boot yeah. Which was phenomenal. And so she really honed in on these questions. Like, who are you trying to communicate with? Who do you want to connect with? Right. And it hit me like people reading my blog would only care how Emily is becoming Emily for so long. I mean, it, it could be interesting to an extent, but really like, what do people want to know? How can I become who God made me to be? So I went home from this boot camp. I called my friend Amy and I was just like, and this is so random. Like I did not have a plan for this at the time. I was like, Hey, do you want to come over to my apartment? We'll set up a camera, like on a tripod and we'll just film your story and we'll call it a becoming story and we'll put it on the website. And she was like, okay, like let's go. She goes over, we film her story and people like resonated being able to see someone else in the middle of their journey, not having it all figured out, but how they're trying to just become who God made them to be. It clicked. So I just kept filming story after story after story. And with that, literally becoming me.tv was formed from a personal blog into this resource. And now like including your story, we are close to hitting 130 interviews, men, women, We've hosted conferences and I shared with you at the beginning, my book is coming out this year, um, which touches a lot more of my story. So it's been a wild ride, but it started from, Hey, I'll start a random blog. I didn't win something I really thought I would win and not letting maybe that moment of defeat or in a perfectionist eyes, failure finding moment of my life, but it actually spurred me on to create something bigger than I ever would have imagined. Oh my gosh. I feel like there's so much there that could help in that story. I mean, like I could pull a hundred things out of what you just shared a woman out there who maybe feels like she, one, doesn't have purpose, doesn't have anything to contribute to the kingdom or, you know, maybe lacks confidence or maybe just can't even see herself for how wonderful that she is. Like, and also then there's the, it takes time for things to grow. It takes time for God to say, okay, now we're ready to move you to the next level. But I just love that. Like, so, so you started blogging in 2007. Mm -hmm. Is that right? Yep. And yep. then you started becoming me.tv in 2014. 14. Yeah. Right? It's 2021. Like <laughs> yeah. So like, yeah, that's so, so awesome. So is there a, do, are there any specific scripture verses that really guide your ministry and what you're doing with becoming me? There's a specific verse in Ephesians that talks about 
doing the creative best you can of discovering who you are and sinking yourself into that. And that reminds me a lot of, we live in a day and age where it's very easy to compare yourself, right? Or your story, whether, and we talked about this in your becoming story too, you can be scrolling on social media and you see how one person is reading their Bible and you think that's how I need to read my Bible. Or you question if you're doing life or even becoming the right way. And there's not a right way to become you. Like it's a very unique personal journey, but society around us doesn't tell us that they tell us how we should look, um, what we should be eating for dinner, what workout plan we should be doing career and professional goals. Even as you just alluded to, you know, there might be other bloggers, writers, people who want to share stories out there watching this thinking, man, like why, why don't I feel like people are reading my stuff? And It's not about comparing your journey or your becoming to someone else. That's why that verse in Ephesians of doing the work to discover who God made you uniquely, you, Rachel, me, Emily to be, and sinking yourself into it and giving it the creative best you can. I love the message just brings some scripture to life in a completely different, unique way. So I love that scripture. I think it's, I think it's Ephesians 2 10 is the one that probably thinking, I I love that verse. It honestly, yeah, I I've never looked at it in the message version, but you know, I read CSB and it says for we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared ahead of time for us to do. And so yeah, that I had to, honestly, when I got to a certain point in my own personal business, like my, my faith and fitness ministry, the business that I run, I had to realize, uh, Rachel, you can't just keep doing what other people are doing. Like God has called you to be set apart, to do it this way. And with this message and for this purpose, I actually have, like, I turned around and tapped my desktop and I have that verse on my desktop because like, it was just a reminder to me, don't do it the way other people are doing it. Do you not? And I don't mean that like you do you, I got to do me the way God created me to be, but you know, I just love that. I love that. That's your guiding verse. So tell us about the whole warrior thing. I love that you call every time we talk, you're like, Hey, warrior friend. And I'm like, yes, I'm a warrior. I'm a warrior. You make me feel so empowered. (laughs) Okay. Two things come to mind with this first. And I think this is hope this encourages me and hopefully it encourages anybody watching anything I post on social media or at becomingme.tv is literally for me. So I think a lot of what spurred me to encourage and remind other people they're warriors is like, I'm reminding me like this face in the mirror, mirror life is just hard and it's challenging and becoming, it's not a walk in the park. I'm a warrior. And so when I remind other people, I'm really reminding myself, I'm not, I'm not telling people stuff that I don't need to. And so a lot of the, the warrior spirit. So I moved back to Florida in 2016, in 2014, I lived in Las Vegas, which was an adventure of its own 2016. I moved back to Florida. And I hit a moment where I was in a rough spot. I didn't really know I was in between um, jobs. I didn't know what I wanted to do. And, and in that, I didn't know who I wanted to be because we tie the two together so much. Right. And so I was looking at my identity as what I did. And because I didn't know what that was going to pan out to be, I felt like I was having a identity crisis. So I remember sitting down and talking to my parents and my dad, like he just straight looked me in the eyes, Rachel, and was like, Emily, you know who you want to be. You just have to choose to be her. And I was like, 
Okay. I literally like grabbed a sticky note and like wrote it down as fast as I could, because in that moment, like in a loving, but firm way, which we often need that just like reminder to keep moving. He was just like, you're a warrior. Like you don't need to keep doubting who you are because nothing about who you are or your identity changed. You might be in between jobs or the thing, but who you are hasn't changed. So just choose to be you. And so being a warrior is the choice to be who God made you to be. So that's kind of the the first half of how I think about that, but it makes me laugh how much you enjoy that I call people warrior friends because people say that a lot. Like literally, I'm not even kidding. They'll be like, I love that you call me a warrior friend. Like. When, when it started, I never really even thought about the significance of what that was calling out in people. And so I don't remember when I started that. I know it was a couple of years ago, but now because people have said like that really actually is encouraging to me, I'm just like keeping it going because I'm a warrior and you're a warrior and we're friends. So let's just be warrior friends. Yeah. It's just like, you know, I mean, we learned this in so many other facets of life, but you know, how often do you hear people speak affirmations? This is my affirmation of the day. And like every time that you say that to someone and they receive it, which, I mean, you could say it to somebody a hundred times and they would never believe it just depending on where they're at, but it is, it's that affirmation. We're not, we're not, you know, menial. Nobody's walking roaming the earth. We are God's army. We are God's mm-hmm. army and we're here to do good works that he prepared in advance for us yes. to do, you know? <laughs> so yes, bringing um, back that Ephesians. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. So that, I think that's awesome. You keep saying it, you say it to everybody that you meet. And if you come up against somebody who's like, I don't even know what that means. Like, you know, it's almost like a, an opportunity to witness to people as well. Like, what does that mean? You know, like, cause I'm sure you encounter some people who may not know the Lord and that's what, that's what living on mission about is about knowing him and living for him and making him known to other people. So like, you're doing that with one word, like you're doing that with one word when you speak that to people and that is powerful. Like that is so, so amazing. I love it. Thank you. Thanks for sharing that. You're welcome. Let's end this with, so to the woman who is listening, who maybe doesn't feel like a warrior, or maybe she's where you were, you know, when you were in between, you know, when you were transitioning or where you were, when you found out you didn't win the writing award, like, you know, maybe she's not feeling warrior-like or, or understanding who she is. Like, what would you say to her today? Yeah. So if I was able to look you in your eyes, I would do the exact same thing that my dad did to me in 2016. And I would just say, Hey, you know who you want to be. You just have to choose to be you. And then as we get into a little bit of a conversation, you know, hearing some of where he or she, you know, whoever I'm talking to is at and what their story is, what they're struggling with, there might be different steps, but what has helped me in general, if I'm feeling like I'm in that spot, got another warrior looking at me being like, Hey, be Emily, you're a warrior. Let's go. How do you stand up and take that next step from there? Right. And so, um, first I would say every single time your foundation has to be Jesus. Like if your foundation isn't there, you're, you're definitely not going to know who you are. You can only know who you are by knowing whose you are. Like that's where it starts. So if you don't have a relationship with God and you're listening, you're watching, like reach out to Rachel, reach out to me. We would be honored to introduce you to him. That relationship is where it all begins. Your identity is in him alone. 
So I'll get that right. If you are already a Christ follower, then I would take time just asking God, like, hey, show me who you've made me to be. Like, I know God, I'm your daughter. I know like some of the basics, but who who have you made me to be? And just sit and listen. And it, you might in a moment find that answer. It might take a couple of days, but just keep being aware with your eyes and your ears open to what God would say to you. The next thing I would encourage is bring a couple trusted voices in the process. Um, and I'm not saying like post a poll on your Instagram and ask everybody in the world, like, who do you think I am? But who are some close people that you can trust what, what they have to say? Um, who's your tribe? And just ask them some questions. Who do you think that I am? What do you think God has designed me to be and to do? See what they say. They might share something with you that you didn't even realize. Like how Rachel even brought up me calling people a warrior friend is pretty significant. Um, I didn't really see the significance in that until Rachel and other people shared that with me. Um, it was just something I was doing. It was a part of my identity, but I couldn't see it until someone else spoke that to me. So invite some people to speak it out to you. Third, go get counseling or go talk to a coach, like take your step in that arena. Sometimes there's parts of our stories or seasons that we're in that are really hard. Becoming living on purpose is hard. Like it's not going to be easy at all. And so if you need to go talk to a Christian counselor, you need to talk to an Enneagram coach, you need business coach, whatever you need, like get help. We get help in so many areas of our lives, but not often in the emotional or mental area. So taking that step would be huge. After you do those three things, talk with God, talking with them. And then if you need to get a coach, some other outside perspective, I would say, take the step. Like by that point you have feedback, you've been listening to yourself, to God, to other people, and you just need to choose to lace up your warrior boots and take the step. And if you don't, you're the reason why you're being held back from becoming who God made you to be. So only you can choose to be you like, that's it. You can hear all these voices and, and opinions and people's feedback that then the day only you can choose to stand up and move forward. Right. Amen, sister. That was awesome. Such good tips. Yeah. Now I'm going to cut three tips from Emily. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> um, that was really good. So, wow. Wow. I love this so much. I had goosebumps while you were talking. Um, oh my goodness. Yeah. I love so, talking with you, girl. Oh, well, thank you. So such an honor. So I'm definitely going to link everything like your Instagram, your becoming me.tv. But lastly, when does your book come out? So it is slated. I'm actually on um, the self-publishing journey. So a lot of it is, you know, the hard words I just shared with everybody here on you're the only person holding you back. I've been the one who's been holding the book coming out back, but I can't, you're the first group to hear this. So this is cool. I sent the entire manuscript off to my design and formatting team, and they are working on getting it completely done. Then we'll be selling it on Amazon. So the goal would be by the end of November, beginning of December, right in, in time for the holidays and the Christmas season. So I'll keep you posted on that, but it's officially like done out of Emily's hands and into the design world. So that's pretty exciting. That is exciting. And I'm sure that God has big plan for that book. So we can't wait to watch and see it all unfold, but thank you so much. Thank you so much for taking some time after work to, to just come and to speak to these, to these women that I love so much. And I know God is just going to continue to do big and small things. We can't overlook the small things that he does in our life every day. So to you, my warrior friend, thank you. Thank you, warrior friend. I love you.